here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.9 FM in Port Elizabeth. 2141 is the time. This is the last conversation we have until the top of the hour. And the point or the point of discussion is cultural significance of the repatriation of African artifacts. Ingosi Chongisilo Bukwana Kamenziwa, part of the Bukwana Traditional Council and director of Vusizwe Foundation for Oral Historical Research, is on the line to talk to us about the relationships that the late King Goodwill Zweletin Gapeguzulu would have forged with the then Prince of Wales, now King Charles III, for the purposes of engaging the colonial history between the two nations and what in the result was looted and now sits proud and high in British museums. It's time for what belongs to Africa, returns to Africa. Bao good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, uh, Mapek, and good, good evening to your listeners. How important, potentially anyway, is the visit of President Ramaphosa to Buckingham Palace next month? And how does the fact that later, just this month, two, two and a half weeks from now, the handing over of the certificate to King Mrs. Zulu of the Zulu Nation, and then engaging the personalities, the nations, and the histories involved here, for Ramaphosa to raise this to Charles next month. How, how important is the subject and how good is the timing of the investiture and historically speaking, what opportunity is available for us next month? Um, you know, the, 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 these, these two do not serve the same purpose. The relationship um, between any African uh, kingdom and the former colonial masters as it relates to even our history and uh, what has happened in terms of the looting of uh, you know artifacts and mm. other cultural objects, it's one it's one subject. But the the, the visit uh, the the political relationship uh, between the ruling party in South Africa is, uh, and and consequently our our the state of South Africa uh, and, and 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 the United Kingdom. Uh, it's another subject altogether, and they don't serve the same purpose because the political uh, dispensation is serving its own survivalist purpose, while the um, the cultural uh, aspect of things in terms of the relationship over toxic relationships uh, really between African tribes and the former colonizers on the on 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 the uh, other hand uh, has to be harmonized somehow, you know, in the context of trying um, to forge some sort of a working relationship. Because even the, the Zulu Kingdom has got a very complex relationship with the, with the colonial government uh, of Britain. Um, it's not a blanket relationship that Britain has had with, South African, tri- with African tribes, not just South African, uh, uh, and, and, and consequently all of this uh, looting of the... Uh, uh, cultural cultural heritage and mineral wealth uh, of this country. Look, you, you've, you've raised quite a few issues there. Perhaps I might disagree if there was more time insofar as it relates to the political and the cultural relationships and significance of what is happening next month. But let us start the fact that 
have we made requests of specific items as Contra Lesa or the Bukwana Traditional Council or something coming which is endorsed by the government of South Africa calling on the return of X, Y, and Z. For instance, the Cullinan is one of the most prized diamonds to ever be unearthed anywhere in the world. We know exactly where it is. We know how much of our continental gold reserves, many coming from Johannesburg, Egoli, that are sitting in the vaults in the United Kingdom. If you could just take us into your confidence as to what is it that is now on the itinerary for return. For instance, when Madiba met with his counterpart just after 94, Jacques Chirac, he said, we want Sarah Batman back. In 2002, that happened. Fine, it took seven years, but nonetheless, it happened. What is similarly on the cards here? <laughs> you know, you know, my back, um, what we definitely know is not going to happen. It's mm. the return of the mineral wealth, the proceeds from the mineral wealth. Because the the, the, the British uh, government, not just the monarch itself, but the British establishment, the Western establishment, is founded on the mineral wealth extracted uh, through the barrel of a gun from the African continent. So they're not going to bring that back. But what we need, what should be on the cards, what is and should be on the cards, it's fact is first and foremost the cultural heritage of this country because it equates to an an insurmountable amount of wealth for 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 our country remember uh, the the return of of the repatriation or return of these artifacts for example mm. if we mm. look at artifacts alone yeah it is not just a matter of physical repatriation of correct uh, 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 human scars and, 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 and other handmade artifacts and all of that. But there's a spiritual aspect to it because mm. when when uh, you talk about the Mapeka people, mm. the descendants of Mapeka, you've got tangible and intangible heritage. Yes. And part of that tangible heritage would be things like these things you can point to and hold and say this one. But part of the intangible heritage is the correction of the history that has been distorted over centuries. And now this, the, the reason I'm delinking mm. the two mm. is because the political dispensation in South Africa has never displayed an iota of attitude to correct the very same things that, uh, 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 you know, that, that uh, for instance, the ANC went into the trenches for. So we've got that problem. So we can't now have a discussion about, you know, the visit to the Buckingham Palace what will it mean for the gold reserves underneath there, which are backing uh, uh, the, the European currencies? We can't have that conversation because it's a non-conversation. We can't have it because it's a non-conversation, or we should have it, but unfortunately we don't have allies in the political setup. It's not a question of allies. It's a question of determination to die for what is right. We don't have leaders in South Africa today who are prepared to say the right thing and die for that, for that uh, conviction. We don't. What we have today, sadly, and, 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 and you know, we can argue about this until we are blue, but what we have is a survivalist approach to leadership. About that, we, we agree. We, no, 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 we agree. We, we agree with us. But my question here is this. Here is a visit from a South African head of state. Forget the politics attached to it. The fact that there is a South African head of state there, there is a movement within South Africa that is calling for the cultural correction of history, 
from a physical perspective, but more importantly from what you would have said as well, the cultural and spiritual significance of what that would mean. Say you had a Ramaphosa within your rank who was now going as head of state, as an incidental. What then would be the way of engaging this visit, albeit at a political level, but when the cameras are gone, there are conversations that should be taking place there, that do take place there, whatever those conversations would be. What in an ideal world, shall I then say, should be that conversation? You know, Mapeg, to answer your question, let me illustrate something simple for you. How old is Charles? He's 70-something. Mm. And his mother was 90-something. These are the people that have been uh, at the center of the strategy to sustain black suffering on the African continent, yes. as long as it is as long as it is serving to retain the hegemon of the uh, British uh, uh, mm-hmm. state and the British uh, uh, Empire. Mm. Now, if President Ramaphosa is going there and he needs one sentence from me, I'll say to him, "Tell Charles to come and apologize for the atrocities, both those that he has been witness and a part to." and those that have been committed by his forebearers, mm. so that we can start at that point. I don't want a gold bullion for him to show me that he's, uh, he's sorry. It starts with an extension of a sincere word of apology and showing repent on the things that he supervised during this time that he was a chief there. Because when, they are to- when, 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 when you are told that so-and-so is the Prince of Wales and what those people are chiefs, in the same context that we have serving under a king here. It's the same arrangement, just different terminology. These people have been supervising black suffering. Queen Elizabeth did that until her death. She never flinched to secure the point of superiority and hegemony of the uh, British kingdom, even at the point at which, uh, you know, we've come this far, to a point where we can have conversations about how to then reconcile these things that have gone wrong. People are celebrating he's been on the throne for 60 years. If he's been on the throne for 60 years, 32 of those, 32 or so of those years were primarily at the point at which she was supervising the most gruesome treatment. Let me just quickly ask you to hold that point. We have to take a break now. Also, immediately after the ad break, we're taking calls. So please stay tuned, everybody. 2151. Napping conventional on the viewpoint. Aisha in Uppington, first call. Mamvu in Parktown North, second call. Good evening, Aisha. Songezo. Songezo, you must trust me. Uh, to your guest, sir, I regret to inform you that your response is unacceptable. We will be driving the international agenda for, uh, what is the word? Reparations. Do you hear me tonight? That's all that I want to say, Songhezo. Stay on the line. Bujongi, did you hear that? I'm I'm not following uh, what my sister is saying. Aisha? Are you not following? I'm telling you that This was an economic onslaught onto the peoples of South Africa for a couple of hundred years. It is unacceptable that you come onto national radio and tell us that an an apology is all 
that there is hell no. Very well. Thank you so much, Aisha. Pujongi, I think you would understand what is being communicated anyway. Let me just take no, another No, I think Aisha missed my point, uh, Mabek. No, 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 I'm with I... you. Pujongi, wait for me, please. Let's take another yes. call and then you can reply to both. Okay. Mamvui? Hello, Nkosi, Nkosi, Ngezo. Your guest as well. I were too. Hi, hi, hi. I don't know. You, I think you guys have got to stop deciding for the poor and the mass, poor masses of this country. We need all those things back. We need all these stolen items. I grew up in London in exile. I know a lot of things that are kept in the Westminster Abbey. And what I can tell you, you can give you a list of it. And that has killed our forefathers. That has killed our ancestors. That has made us to be poor and poor and poor each and every day. Apology, no, nobody. As full of years into apology. We need those things back. We need that diamond back. Not it alone. There's a lot of diamonds that they've stole. My, they are living better life in England uh, because it's of our expense. It's our expense. We need those things. As for the apology, what you're talking here, we don't agree with it totally. I think you must go and bury that idea. We don't need that. Mamboui, very passionate, just as Aisha was. Thank you so much for your two calls. Let's take a voice note. Good evening, good evening, Songhezo. I wouldn't also um, spend my time into thinking about the death of Queen Elizabeth. Being the reason being that she she was um, uh, uh, enjoying the fruits of African countries while she was still alive. Whether she has changed her mind in the previous three, four years, to me, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that we as the African people in the African continent, we suffered a lot in the hands of the colonialists. So to me, I, I don't think Ramaphosa should have been even bothered to go there. Songhez, our life is very interesting. Indeed, there was a time that the Roman Empire was ruling the world with the Iron Fist. There was a time that the British Empire was ruling part of the world with the Iron Fist. There was a time that Shaka Zulu was ruling Southern Africa part of the Nguni with the Iron Fist. Apologies. Apologies. Yes, we need to apologize and accept we went wrong. The British need to apologize, not only to South Africa, but to the world. But by the same token, the Zulu monarchy need to apologize to Mushesh. He left his land, ran to the mountains. Now they are owning the little part of the top hill. They left the rest of the Lesotho area downstairs. They were running away from Shaka. When should the apology come? Is it only white who apologize or blacks to blacks? Bujongi, you have three minutes. No, certainly. Um, I, I, I think the most important comment, really, that I can uh, uh, comment on, Mapeko, uh, is uh, the comments by uh, my dear sisters, Aisha and Vui. You know, I think they missed uh, the point that I was making. The point that I was making was, realistic, realistically speaking, 
you know, uh, what do we do if we've got a president going to, to, to the Buckingham Palace now to meet the new king? What message do we send to them? You can't send a message to him that says, bring back all those uh, uh, stacks of gold there, because they're not going to bring them back. That's not your first step. The first step is to, for them to recognize what they have done, what they have witnessed, and what they were part of, and what their forebearers did. And the, 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 the step, the, 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 the simplest step uh, to reconciliation is for them to recognize that by way of apologizing. And then we can sit and say, but then what do we then do? And my suggestion is that we start with the cultural heritage. Because there are human skulls that are there. This is not just uh, man-made uh, artifacts. There are human skulls and other, you know, uh, uh, bodies, uh, other parts of bodies that were taken from here as trophies, you know, when our people were made that. So if our people understand our history thoroughly, they will, not re- they will realize that the, the gold is not the last thing. We mustn't be driven by our desires for material positions in the form of money. We must be desired by self-determination, which seeks to understand what happened, what cost did it take, what were the eventualities. How then do we forge a way forward? And that is my take. I'm not changing that stance. I don't think the first thing that I want from Charles is to give me some gold. That's not what Charles took from me. He took the very essence of me. So if some of our people think that the only thing we need from Britain is money, then we are not sitting on the same boat. We are not understanding our history in the same way. We don't value our culture and heritage in the same way. Wow. Well, I can only say this conversation has to probably take on uh, a more prominent slot on on, on the show because I, I get everybody, I mean, of course I get everybody saying what they have said, but I do think beyond the cultural aspects, which are not insignificant. They absolutely are. The reality is they are, open, close quote, that first world nation. They've got that public infrastructure that allows them to remain attractive. They've got the financial institutions that back them because they have that gold that was mined on the backs of our people, cheap labor at best, otherwise exploitation and slavery, just not called that. That on its own is worthy of atonement with an apology as well as with a tangible loss from them, similarly a gain for us. But what you say, absolutely correct. Everybody, thank you so much for your thoughts. I do appreciate that. It is time for news. Normalizo Mandela with the 10 p.m. news.